Hello out there in podcast line, and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, especially this one. We crack a couple jokes, we give you our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host, Hollywood, and I'm joined by the regulars, Adam and Maestro. Hey! Maestro. Hollywood. Hey, Adam. Hollywood. Oh. <laughs> okay, I get what you're doing. Okay. okay, ready? Take two. Hollywood. Adam. Click, click, ting, ting, <laughs> This week, we're celebrating Valentine's Day a little early by watching a film that several men were dragged to see last Valentine's Day, including me, by my then-girlfriend, right. who then I proposed to a few months later, who is now, as of this recording, my wife. Okay. Hopefully, she'll stay that way. Right. <laughs> because we're watching this movie that she uh, didn't want me to review at first, Fifty Shades of Grey. Did, was she, did she go in with, like, high spirits? Like, this is going to be awesome? She read all three books. Okay. She was... Amped up for this movie. Oh. She booked a double date with her best friend, who was her maid of honor, and her husband. Okay. So every guy in the theater was just dragged to see this yes. movie. And my val- I actually kind <laughs> of had a nice Valentine's Day thing set up for her. And she's like, we're going to watch Fifty Shades of Grey with Crystal and Tommy. And I'm like, well, there goes those plans. <laughs> On my sort of nice plan. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey, guys. I actually was thinking of having her on this episode to critique it, but we oh. just, as of this recording, we just got back a few days ago from our mini honeymoon. Right. So there's no way she's going to be able to make it. Okay. But uh, she, trust me, she would have had a blast on this yeah, one. Yeah, all right. I'll explain why. I would have liked, I would have liked a, a FIBO perspective. Yes. Yeah. Especially someone who read the book. Oh, yes. Oh, damn it. <laughs> Let me hit you uh, with the uh, synopsis and who directed this shit. Right. Uh, this movie was directed by <laughs> Sam Taylor Johnson, a woman. This is directed by a woman. Wow. Oh, Sam, what? it's probably short oh, for that's, Samantha. Oh, that's very uh, disappointing. Starring Dakota Johnson, daughter of Melanie Griffith and Don Johnson. Did you know that? No, I didn't. Yeah, that's their, that's their kid. Has she, has she been in other things or is this like one of her... <laughs> she was in The Social Network. Okay. She's the chick who uh, Justin Timberlake's character woke up in her room at, at oh, Stanford. Okay. And Sarah said, wow, her two minutes of acting in the social network destroyed her acting in Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs> it also stars uh, Jamie Dornan as Christian Grey and Marsha Gay Harden as his mom. Okay. The, the rest was like the limo driver, her roommate, who gives mm. a shit about everyone else. Here's the synopsis. Literature student Anastasia Steele's Life Changes Forever when she meets handsome yet tormented billionaire Christian Gray. Guys, have you ever seen this before? You know, you guys know I did. Yeah, I have not. Okay, Maestro? I was planning on actively no. avoiding it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, um, let me give you a brief history of this. I don't even know if you guys know this. Okay. Do you know the origins of Fifty Shades of Grey? Where it stems from? A no book? Idea. Well, it's based on a book, but do you know where that book is based out of? No. Is it based on a true story? No. Thank God. It's fan fiction of Twilight. Oh, uh, no. The author, E.L. James, I believe her name is, she loved Twilight so much that she wrote fan fiction of Edward and Bella, and she just turned it into Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, no. That's why it takes place in the Pacific Northwest. He's a guy, oh, you stay away from me. You'll never love me. Oh, but I'm just an innocent girl. It, this was Twilight fan fiction that evolved into a story of its own, which is Fifty Shades of Grey. And Sarah re- uh, read all three of these books, and she read all the Twilight books, and, she's, and she told me, yeah, it's pre- pretty similar. That, it makes a lot of sense as far as the character of, of uh, Anastasia. Anastasia Steele. Uh-huh. I see a lot of parallels between the Bella character from the Twilights that I've seen. Just yep. like way too played down, like nobody is actually this way. <laughs> uh-huh. Or if they were this way, they wouldn't get into the situations in which they're in. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, it's way way too meek and just like quiet. Like I'm so awkward. Mm-hmm. Like her her trying to act awkward was awkward to watch. <laughs> Jeez. And was he very Edward like? Christian Grey. That that I think is the most disappointing thing in this entire film was was the casting for this guy. Uh huh. From from what I've heard of the book and what I envisioned of the book, I, I think they were going to get at one point the um the guy that played. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, he was supposed to... That, that would have been better, but still less believable. Uh-huh. Th- to me, this role should have been like a uh, uh, Magneto from First Class. That kind oh, of, Fassbender? Yeah, that he would have... Just his physique and his, just like his, his way of... His, his, his charisma, mm-hmm. that would have like... Yes, I get it. But, so, so when you were reading the book, Adam, that's who you imagined? <laughs> yeah, right. Michael Fassbender? <laughs> All right, I didn't want to say this, but I actually wrote the uh, fan fiction. And when I was writing it, it was, mm-hmm. it was Fassbender in my mind. 
And is it available oh. on Amazon.com? <laughs> yes. Go to the website. <laughs> click on the Amazon.com link on the right side. Do all your shopping there. Help support the show. Also, go to iTunes. Yeah, mm. man. If you choose to watch this movie or get Adam's uh, Fifty Shades of Grey fan fiction there. Mm-hmm. What is it called? Uh, it's called Fifty Shades of Fucked Up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a non... Uh, what is it? Um... Non licensed. It's, it's a loose adaptation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> have you seen real quick? Uh, I don't jump it off, but uh, have you seen Zach and Barry make a porto? Yes. yes. Do you remember when? Uh, wow. Uh, Justin Long. So excited. Justin Long and Seth Rogen are going back and forth. They're improving, and it's like a oh all male cast like Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, and he goes yeah more like Glenn sucks Gary's balls and puts his <laughs> cock in his mouth, and Seth Rogen's like is that a remake? And Justin Long's like more of a reimagining. Uh, <laughs> That's what that reminds me of. All right. <laughs> Oh boy! So this is. Let me take you back to Valentine's Day, okay, of 2015. All right, because we're now in 2016. Yes, it's Valentine's Day 2015. We all four of us we have a nice dinner. Mm-hmm. I forgot where, but it was nice. Okay, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna go watch the movies. Me and I try to get Thomas. Thomas is in really good shape, but he's like training to be an MMA fighter, so he oh. doesn't really eat bad food or drink. Uh, so I'm so like, dude, you're going to need a drink. I heard this movie's terrible. He goes, nah, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> so we're waiting in line, and I'm buzzed waiting in line. They had us wait in line for an hour before the – because they wanted good what? seats. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know how, like, you go see Star Wars opening yeah. night? You got to get in line, like, two hours before? Yeah. We waited an hour. Oh, so there's, like, guys to my left, and I go, oh, so you're here too, huh? <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah. Oh, and I got That's a – commiserating. like, yeah, fuck. And I got, I got a slap. Boom. Not on the face, but just a slap on the shoulder. Like, yeah. Be nice. <laughs> so we go in, we watch the movie, and it's not as bad as I thought it would be okay. when I initially saw it. So as we're leaving, her her, hus- her best friend's husband is just ripping it a new one. Like, that movie fucking sucked. It was mm. boring. Blah, 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 blah. And then Crystal, her best friend, fucking laid it to him. And we were both like, okay, see you. Bye. <laughs> and so was like, it wasn't that bad, babe. And I told you Please this. Tell be- me you, you played the role. Well, no. The, the, this is her. I don't you'd be like, yes, sweetheart. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> when I first saw it, I knew it wasn't that bad. But on okay. second viewing, it's bad. Okay. So I told you this before we recorded. Her Sarah's reaction, because she read the book and she was a big fan, and then seeing that the adaptation didn't live up to the movie she created in her mind, right. it was very reminiscent of, I'm sure, all the Star Wars fans who walked out of Phantom Menace in 1999. Okay. Where you're just like, okay, maybe it wasn't that bad. Right, right. Let me try to justify it let me let me sit down and breathe for a minute okay there's a trade federation there's a jar jar guy there's some robots yeah. and then on second viewing you're like man this is a piece of shit <laughs> so that's what happened with her when okay. we saw this for the podcast again she was like wow this is way worse than i thought remember it being okay well good i'm glad that uh she came to her senses i guess <laughs> the, the gleam was off the rose i get that whole thing because that's how i get with bruce willis movies yeah if, if i see an exceptionally bad bruce willis movie which I will not name names. Uh, <laughs> but if I see it afterwards, I'm like, well, I mean, come on. I mean, the thing. You talk yourself into it. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's still fine. Still not, 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 not a big deal. Yeah. And then I'll make, <laughs> but then I'll make it a point of to watch it again. Uh, or I'll forget about it completely. Uh-huh. Then I'll watch it again the second time and I'll do it with the same process. Like, hey, well, you know, because I forgot about it. If it's a bad movie, I remember nothing about it. Okay. It's like, it's like a fresh viewing second time again. <laughs> so you're telling me you want to watch Grabbers with me again? No. I will no. never forget Grabbers. No. He's talking about a bad Bruce Willis movie. Yeah. Um, no. I'm, Grabbers has scarred me. I am scarred from Grabbers. <laughs> Liver scars. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this I, I feel like on, on a much smaller scale because I didn't read the books. Uh-huh. I, I, I can relate to, to Sarah's whole thought process. Mm-hmm. I was I was expecting from just from what I've heard of what the book, you heard. You were expecting a train wreck, like a shit show. No, no, I was I was expecting. No? I was well, it was I was expecting it to be like much more exotic and much more. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like that like was her racy problem. With the like oh, yeah. this is this is gonna this is gonna be it's gonna get the blood pumping at least. Mm-hmm. And it just like oh, oh, it was boring. It was it was, it was very boring and it, the, very bad acting. There's a movie... Uh, and it, you mentioned that they both got the Razzies for uh, this? Or they were like the, the on-screen I, duo, I think? Yeah, I or, think or so. Or at least the chick. And yeah, I get it. I, I totally get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, the, there's a movie from the early 90s. I think it's 92, 93. It's called Exit to Eden. It stars oh. Rosie O'Donnell oh. and Dan Aykroyd uh-huh. and uh, Iman, David Bowie's now widowed wife. Oh, no. And they're, they're two cops... Rosie Donald and Dan Aykroyd, and oh, they're chasing no. a guy. Hold on, Adam. Oh. They're, cha- they're, <laughs> they're chasing this killer, and there's only one eyewitness to the crime. So he's going on vacation to an island where it's all this S&M, like yeah. BD, what is it? BDS, BDSM. BDSM yeah. foreplay stuff. 
So they're going in undercover as uh, Dan Aykroyd is going over undercover as a maintenance man, and right. Rose O'Donnell is going over as like as like a rich woman who's a mistress. And there's a scene where she's I've decked seen out this movie, right? She's oh, decked out in like leather. All this BDSM what? shit, and yes. that's hotter than the shit you see in this movie. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey, Exit to Eden. Wow, was it supposed to be a comedy? That is a comedy. Okay, thank God. Yeah, it's it's, right. it's a bad comedy, but all right, that one had a lot more exciting BDSM stuff than oh, here. Wow. Because the biggest complaint from Sarah, who read the book, I'm speaking yeah. on her behalf. She gave me a thing of notes to say. <laughs> she said that this movie was made more for men because the studio knew that men were going to be dragged there. Because throughout the movie, every time she's nude, Sarah would just say, oh, great, more female nudity for me. (laughs) She said the book and the movie is meant to be like this hardcore, erotic, hot, steamy story for men where you see dong old story and blah, 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 blah. And (laughs) she's right. Like, there's more nudity of her than him. Yeah, well, you can't have male nudity. I know. You're not supposed to in mainstream media. I know. Yeah. It changes the rating altogether. I know. Well, it can't be be erect. That's the way, right? Yes. Yeah, so that's the way a Hangover got over, got past it. And Gone Girl. And Gone Oh, because Ben Affleck it. shows his junk at, towards the end. Oh, is that right? Yeah, All but right. it's but right. it's limp. I see. And also Dirk Diggler, mm-hmm. I assume. Well, that was Dirk fake. Diggler? That was a prosthetic yeah. one. Yeah. But I was, get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. So that was her big complaint. She said, it was like, if, I feel like this movie was made more for a man than a woman because there was a lot of female it, nudity. Again, that served for the men who were dragged there. Like, oh, I guess I, go, I guess I'll look at her tits. Right. Well, I think they got as 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 they pushed the envelope as far as they could uh-huh. to for maintain, a mainstream movie. Yeah, to, to maintain the R rating. This should have done what another movie that's coming out this weekend, which is going to be amazing, <laughs> did uh, Deadpool. Yes. It did not want to t- take the PG thirteen rating. It needed an R rating because that's what yes. Deadpool needs. This movie needed an NC seventeen rating in order for it to be successful. I think it, it, sh- it should have gone much further than it did. It, not been mainstream at all, but uh-huh. then it would have been, I think, more appealing to the people that that sought it out to watch it. I know I'm jumping ahead a little. Yeah. Would you guys want to watch Deadpool opening night Friday and then come and record an episode about it? Would I'm you down. guys be down? Yeah, man. Or Saturday, whatever the whatever day works for you guys. I would like to. Yeah, I would definitely like to. Sweet. Let's make it happen. Let's okay. make it happen. We'll find a way to make it happen. That'll be our okay. first. That'll be our first show on a movie that's like. In right. theaters like that day that the show drops, ooh, ooh, that'd be exciting. Ooh, I don't know if I, I feel about that, all the spoilers that we're saying. <laughs> That's fine. We'll, we'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Anyway, back to Fish uh, It's great. All right. So, <laughs> so my big complaint. Let's talk about Deadpool the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> my whole complaint about this movie is that these two have no chemistry. No, at least in Twilight, those um, Pattinson and Stewart they have more chemistry than these two. How? I don't see any. I think they have way more chemistry than these two. Maybe, did it develop? Maybe it developed later. I only saw like I think the first two Twilights, and it just it just everybody was so fucking awkward the entire time. Seriously, I mean, like, doesn't like Stewart have like one look and that's it? Yeah, it's just like Zoolander, dude. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yes, I just put that okay, in your no, mouth. Here's another movie that's coming up later for uh, on on spoilers. We're gonna do the uh, the Huntsman. Uh, uh, Snow, I don't know what it's called. Mm-hmm. The, the, whatever. Uh, oh, the, that's Snow White. Yeah, the Snow White Huntsman. movie. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Bella played in that movie also. Yeah, and there was a scene at the end of that movie where she she had a look on her face that I don't know what the fuck it was. Like I, she's supposed to be happy. She's I think she's getting married or something. <laughs> like or something, some big occasion. And her face is just like confused. And I'm like, what what emotion are you trying to do right now? And that, that it's just. What the fuck? Why, why did I even talk about this? There was no mo- this, this chick. This chick was god awful, god awful. There was a certain there was Anastasia Steele. Yeah, there was a couple scenes where it's like, all right, there's a little bit of development happening here, and like I'm digging that. Uh-huh. But it, it still was like, then she went right back to being all meek and stupid again. And th- this guy, I, I did not get the sex appeal. And I, 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 I can find guys with sex appeal. I, uh-huh. It's just not something I'm ashamed to admit. Yeah. I did not find it at all. Like Bruce Willis. It, yeah, like Bruce Willis. <laughs> <laughs> like Hemsworth. Yes. Uh, there's a fucking uh, Jude Law. Uh, these, these guys, they, they, they get on stage Fast and they take over. Well, hold on a second. Yeah, Keep on going. Who else do you like? Uh, it doesn't matter. <laughs> but there, there are guys that have yeah. just raw sex appeal yeah. and charisma. They, like, you look at them and you're like, yeah, I get it. I totally get it. That did not happen with this guy. Sarah kept saying, are we sure he's not gay? <laughs> that's, what kept, that's what she kept telling me as we were watching this movie. Are we sure he's not gay? Or what would have been a great casting for this one is uh, the guy from White Collar. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's Neil Caffrey. Caffrey. Oh, that's, well, that's his acting name. That's yeah. his name in the show. But uh, he, he looks a lot like the guy that played Superman. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Or are you saying Superman is the uh-huh. kind of guy that looked like Neil Caffrey? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Caffrey came first. That right. would have been good. See, that, that would have been like, you, I get it. I, this charisma is like shit. Yeah, 
I heard that these two hated each other. I heard on the Rotten Tomatoes podcast oh. <laughs> that when they went on different press junkets, they just they were so sick and tired of seeing one another All right. that when they would have to sit in the room together for the press junkets, which take like 12 to 15 hours yeah. of your day, day, they were just done by the end. They were just like, fucking can't stand this other person. Maybe that's why they have no chemistry in the movie. Yeah. Maybe that's why we had no chemistry towards them. <laughs> oh. So if Rex was here... What would he say about the BDSM stuff? I, I I've been thinking about that a lot because uh-huh. I, I do know some of of, of the of the, the culture and stuff. Mm-hmm. This th- there were parts that did seem to ring true. Uh, the part the, the the most the thing that I had the most problem with. Which uh-huh. I, I, I'm not speaking as an expert, but okay. based on my knowledge of it, based on your botanism, yes, based, based on my body degree in uh, BDSM, uh-huh. uh, <laughs> it's the, the contract seemed weird. That I don't think is a thing. Oh, okay. Now maybe that was they, actually my favorite scene in the whole movie. <laughs> oh, just yeah. no, just in the way it was shot, like it looks cool, like that red oh, lighting yeah, yeah. and the negotiation. Yeah, that, that was cool. that was a cool shot. I, I did enjoy that. Yeah, but I, I don't think that's a real thing in the in the BDSM community. Okay, I, th- I think there's an understanding, but I mean, you're signing a paper. What the, what does that mean? I think because he's such a high profile guy, this is like Steve Jobs as a BDSM guy. Like I, I feel like because he's that high level. Yeah. No. No. I, I, I get. Yeah. The, I get him wanting to have her sign this contract about the non-disclosure agreement. Yeah. That, I completely understand. Oh, but the terms, like, yeah, the terms no of, ass play, yes. no this, okay. The dom sub relationship, I feel like putting it on papers, like, that's taking it way out of what it should be. Then it's no longer, like, the fantasy behind it or something? I, I don't know. Th- I feel like it's a Dave Chappelle joke. <laughs> oh, the, <laughs> the love contract. <laughs> yeah. The love contract. Yeah. Sign this non-disclosure agreement. Don't worry. I won't say anything. He goes, you better not, or I'll sue you. And he has the condom, and he goes, Kobe. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, That that was, as far as the BDSM world goes, it it is kind of a beautiful thing, the way that they they interact with each other. Mm -hmm. Because from the outside, you just think, like, this is fucked up. But from from talking to them and knowing knowing it from kind of a, a different level, there is a huge amount of respect in there. That like even even though she's the she's the sub and he's the dom, it's like he cares a lot about her. Yeah, and it, you get you get that a little bit in this movie, but it's, it's it's just the whole contract thing takes all of the. I don't know if romance is the right word for it, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it just it takes something away from it. Yeah, that, I mean she's there of her own free will, mm-hmm. uh, but doing it this way is like no, you have to do this because you said so. It's like yeah. that's that I feel like that takes it out of it. And then she refused to sign it until. Remember throughout the movie, after yeah. that scene, he's like, are you going to sign the contract? Come on, sign the contract. Even though there's scenes where like he actually does tie her up and all the, does yeah. all this crazy shit, and she still hasn't signed it? Right. I feel like, no, 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 no. Right, exactly. That thing has to be signed before you even attempt so... some shit like that. Fuck it, movie. Fuck it. Just talk about whatever. Right, 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 right. <laughs> this plot, it's whatever. <sighs> Adam. Yes. Okay, well. What this movie has taken place in your world. Let's get that. I, I, I don't think so. <laughs> Based on that contract scene, uh, yeah. Well, not just that, but a lot of things that happen throughout the thing. It just, it's based on my understanding of the BDSM world, and based on my understanding of relationships Uh and and people, and and what this guy's, um, I guess he's he does have these like human uh, responses to things. Uh, It it would not have somebody that's a virgin. Uh We find out she's a virgin Mm -hmm. to enter into a sub dom contract or arrangement. That's like I, I I can't imagine a dom being like yeah. I'm gonna do that because she, she has no fucking idea about anything. Uh-huh. So it's like whatever she's doing in the contract, she's gonna be super reserved because she hasn't tried things yet. Exactly, she doesn't know what she's capable uh-huh. of, and it's just it's just it's just a bad dynamic. Mm-hmm. And and <laughs> now, not saying that these people are fucked up because I don't think they are. They, yeah. they're wired differently. Yeah, but he's gonna fuck her up. Mm-hmm. This is because he 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 was like in in his words or in his in his mind. I think he was brought into this because of his own situation. Where he was, uh, he had one of his mother's, his mom's friend. Yeah, his mother's yeah, friends brought him in, uh, seduced him, and made him made him a, a sub to her, uh-huh. and that's what kind of got him onto this lifestyle. So I feel like him should be sensitive to that and not inflict this on her. This, it's pretty much the same situation mm-hmm. where he, even though he was a child, he was like what, I think fifteen that he said. Yeah, fifteen. He, he was un- inexperienced and had no, no other concept of anything besides this. He's not doing the same thing to her, and like that's fucked up. I just like I can't. Like even I mean, maybe there's a little bit of extra arousal to that, but like, uh-huh. oh, I got somebody that's fresh and untouched and whatnot. Yeah, crazy. But based on the the caring relationship that, that you're supposed to have in this kind of relationship, he does not care enough about her to spare her from this. That's just that's the way I see it. <laughs> if, if he actually cared, he would be like, you can't. Uh-huh. Yeah, saying, oh, uh, you can't be with me. Oh, but here's a car. Uh, <laughs> let's not let's not do this anymore. Oh, uh, here's I uh, fixed your computer. Or stay as things. stay as far away from me as you can. But I'm gonna fly you to Seattle in right. my private chopper. I triangulated your coordinates based on your cell phone call, and I'm outside the club now. 
but also stay away. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Is, this guy's so weird. He's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. Stay away, but I know where you are. Watching, watching this with my wife was so funny because now she's in the mode of like, man, this movie sucks. <laughs> so she's pointing every little thing out. So the first scene where he do- actually does something to her involving BDSM, it's where uh, they're in her dorm room or her apartment that she just moved to after she graduated from college. Right. And he ties her to the bed and he uses his shirt, her shirt, as a as a blindfold. Right. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like a hot scene for the ladies, right? right? But Sarah's already seen this movie, so she's watching it. So this hot scene turns into Sarah. This come out of Sarah's mouth. God, I hate her bangs. <laughs> <laughs> she was just pointing every flaw about this chick. Like, wow, she's awkward. She, yeah, she's she's way too awkward to to be. I mean, even even if you, uh, how old do we assume she is? Twenty two, because she gra- just graduated from college. Okay, twenty two years old. Even if you're a virgin of 22, mm-hmm. you know things. You know some things. Yes. Uh, just from being in the schools you're in, uh, being in the surroundings being, you're in. Uh, be, having a slutty roommate, I'm definitely sure yes. you know shit. Yes. You have to know that this, this, is not, <laughs> this is not exactly how it's supposed to go. And uh-huh. in her mind, she even thinks. She, she, has a, she already has an ideal of what a, a boyfriend-girlfriend relationship should be. And this is super far from that. Yes. So from, based on what she knows that she wants, this is not it. Why... How, and uh, what? How? What's the what's the time period? Do you think that this takes place? in, do you think how long does the story take place? Yeah. Um, you mean time? Well, yeah. she's still in college when they meet, and then she graduates a few months later. Mm, what, six what? months to a year? Yeah. Something really? Like that. Okay. I, See, I would say six months to a year. I was thinking it was like a two three months time span. Based oh on, no. Based on the way things went. No no no. Okay. You have to think about finals, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> yeah she kept saying that. I have to think. I'm just concerned about finals. Okay. Well, it just—it seemed like to me that everything that we saw on screen mm-hmm. was the extent of the relationship. Yeah, like I—I I don't believe there was any more extra BDSM stuff that happened that we didn't see. Yeah, so they, they pretty much have had like four experiences together mm-hmm. in six months. Yeah, no fucking way. This is almost like the Dark Knight trilogy. We've only seen Batman in that trilogy. He's yeah. only Batman like three times. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the same. It's like the same concept. Okay. Yeah. It just it, it, this felt like a very short period of time for her. To fall in love with a guy uh-huh. based on knowing the things that should turn her off a lot. Uh-huh. So it's, I don't understand why she, she was – but the only thing that makes sense to me is like because it was, it was her first. Mm-hmm. So you get, you get that connection. Oh, this is, I, I'm in love with you now because uh, that was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, who, who knew the sex would be like that? But All then right. she finds out that 14 different women stayed in that same room. Right. I feel like – That should be a flag. That's a red flag. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Pros and cons, Adam. Uh, pro, rich – Helicopter, private plane, triangulate my location, 14 other <laughs> chicks before me, contract. Uh, I don't know. No, creepy. Creepy. Yeah. This guy is a creep. Huge creep. From what I'm t- understood by Sarah, the character is supposed to be very suave, right. and debonair, and very, very handsome, and very smooth, like a, a, like a true ladies' man. And he just comes off as creepy every time. Like, the, like his photo shoot. Hey, the, the, the guy was like, hey, now how about a smile? And he's just staring at him. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. He's like the guy from American Beauty. Which oh oh yeah okay mm-hmm. all right I can see that a little bit it's it just he he's he he doesn't in order to get as far as he's gotten in this movie I don't I don't see it like his charisma his, his everything his yeah business sense Usu- like, usually a bit like CEOs well known CEOs have charisma yeah as, as much of a piece of shit Trump is. He has oh, charisma yeah. to get to where the fuck he right. was. He can convince people of things because he has that charisma. He's 27. They say he's 27 years old in this movie, and he's already running a multi-billion dollar telecommunications company nah, that cool. also has a division that helps feed the homeless and build homes for uh, at 27. Yeah. Yes, he does come from family money. This is absolutely, still. This is absolutely the Twilight story. It's, it's, ab- <laughs> yes. it's like this, this guy is way – they make him to be the best thing on the planet. They make her to be the lowest thing on the planet. It, it's, it's one of those things like give hope to the to the to the chick. Uh-huh. Hey, you're awkward. You're all weird and crazy. No problem. You're still going to get the best in the world because you deserve it. <laughs> yeah, or, or something like that. It just it just mm-hmm. it's it's this is a fantasy for sure, mm-hmm. for sure, and not the fantasy that I like, which is Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it got me interested again. <laughs> Maestro totally tuned out. <laughs> what do you think about the movie, Maestro? <laughs> Well, let's think about it this way. It's portray- it's portrayed. Oh, it's made off of fan fiction from Twilight, right? Mm-hmm. Already a bad movie. Yeah, and now they're just trying to make a fan fiction off of a bad movie. 
Yeah, I, I don't foresee anything good coming from this. When I had first heard of the uh, when the book came out, I was kind of like, "Oh, that's 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 cool that we're gonna BDSM is gonna kind of hit mainstream a little bit mm-hmm. to like educate people on things." Uh, and again, not an expert in the BDSM community, not a botanist, not a botanist, but I feel like people in that community would be upset with this movie for portraying it in not the best light. What does B- BDSM stand for? Do you uh, know? It's just bondage state of masochism. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, yeah. I remember for your birthday, Adam. Remember we went to that bar in Orange <laughs> for your birthday, right? Uh, it was, I think, it was a year or two ago, yeah, yeah. and Rex was there, and I showed up, yes. and like everybody was yeah. there. Your your spot, the pit, yeah, those all pit, man. Yeah. So we're down there, not a BDSM place. Yeah, it's just a regular bar. <laughs> it was on Bar Rescue. Yeah. Uh, we're down there, <laughs> we're down there, and I hear over here Rex saying, "Yeah, this stupid fucking Fifty Shades of Grey bullshit movie. Everyone yep. in in pop culture think that this is what we do. It's all a bunch of horse shit." Yeah, and in my mind, I'm like, "Really? Okay, I, I, I would I would have to agree." Yeah, I, yeah. From from my, my first reaction to it was like, "This is going to be good." And then the more I learned about it, I was like, this is not going to be good. <laughs> this, is, this is bad. This, this is giving people a false expectation of things. Mm-hmm. Again, not reading the books, but just, just based on what I had heard about it and the way people were talking about it. Oh. Like, if, if people think this is what it is, and then they try to get into it, they're not going to be so disappointed. And, 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 and probably just scared at certain points. Mm-hmm. Because they, they're expecting it to be this like, sensationalized thing where it's, 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 it's a lot, it's, there's a lot of communication that's evolved, for uh-huh. sure, which, which this movie portrayed a little bit. But it's, it's mostly about mutual respect and just kind of pushing the, the, the limits of things in, in, but not in a negative way. Mm-hmm. Not to the point where it's past comfort. Well, it's past comfort in a certain way but not like to the point where it's scary. Yeah. It, uh, Which a, is why there's a safe word. Yeah. A, a, a sub should never be scared mm-hmm. for her life. Okay. She, and and, and from, from the people that I've talked to they never are. They understand that it's and, and, and from the, the stuff that I've even seen where they're like something's happening the guy will like he'll lean down and whisper in her ear and just like, like, it's like are you cool? Are you cool? Everything cool? Like well, maybe the, maybe those are you sure that's what he's saying. That's probably not those, not those exact words, but uh, something something that, akin to that. Yeah, something to the effect of just like making sure, checking in every now and then. Is it we still going good? All right, cool. Because there is that, that that mutual respect, and it just this he didn't he didn't I, he didn't I didn't get respect from him. He was just like this is my new this is my new play thing. Uh-huh. Go come in my play room so I can play with you. It just it just it just it seemed I didn't like it at all. That's a bad taste in my mouth. You want to know what I didn't like about this guy? Yeah. Besides his acting. Well, just the character in general. Okay, Christian Gray. Yeah, his whole out, his whole wardrobe is gray. Okay, my last name is Deluna. I don't wear fucking moon ties <laughs> and moon shoes everywhere I go. I know that's a stupid hacky joke, but uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's. Just, I just feel like the casting. Like that's what I heard from a lot of people. Like they were upset with the casting of these two. Yes. Her. They were whatever. Some liked yeah. it, some didn't. But it was mainly this guy. Absolutely, people were fucking. Flipping out over how bad the casting for him was because he wasn't what all the women who wrote read the book portrayed Christian Grey as. Absolutely, they read they they saw him as almost like a Gaston from Beauty and the Beast, like a mm. manly man okay. who all the ladies love. Yeah, no, like Sarah and her friend Crystal, they didn't like this guy. No, and it started from the very beginning when they when they first meet. She awkwardly falls in the room, like, "Oh, I'm so awkward," mm-hmm. uh, and then. <laughs> But based on their like very short conversation, he becomes intrigued with her, uh-huh. and like, w- why? And she's looking down the whole time, like, so tell me, where did you do when you were in college? Yeah. Oh my god, that was so awkward. God, that whole scene was brutal to it watch. Was real dude. bad. <laughs> that whole scene was brutal to watch. Yeah, because the premise is, I guess, her friend's supposed to interview him, but she uh-huh. is she, she sick? has the flu. Yeah. Which she seems fine uh, like a half a day later. <laughs> yeah. I guess I don't know. Whatever. So Anastasia Coe's interviews him. He falls for her, and she thinks he's hot. And then they slowly build a relationship, and then he slowly brings her into his BDSM world. Yeah, mm. but but based on the first yeah. meeting, I, I can't understand why either of them were so well, like one with another. each other. Yeah, which is it's like she was way too awkward, and he was not charming at all. Yeah, so, so it's like okay, so where does that where does that connection come from? It's the exact opposite of the Twilight series. It's it, there, there's a lot of similarities because she's just as awkward. No, no, I mean like no, I'm saying, uh, you know how Edward was really awkward. Yeah, and then the was it Bella? Bella, she was had awesome. like no like emotions whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, just flip it around. Oh. And get the show. Okay, interesting. There's a scene where th- where she's interviewing with the pencil, and she <laughs> she's out of door. She just starts biting the pencil because she's nervous. Sarah put yeah that yeah smooth. <laughs> and she kept saying why are they whispering like this in an interview when they're talking to one 
another. Yeah. In, in fact, if anything, he felt he seemed awkward even in that scene. Uh-huh. He was sitting up, moving around, sat down, moved around to the front of the table, sat down, talked. Mm-hmm. And just like, uh, based on her, her, her super lame questions and her super lame delivery, mm-hmm. he cancels whatever next meeting he has. Like, hey, no, no, I'm going to... I got. I got to prolong I gotta this. Finish this. Yeah, this is something's happening here. And just like what the, it just I, I couldn't. Then he goes to the hardware store where she works, right? And he's like, I need rope and tape and all this yeah. stuff, zip ties and all. Like, okay, Dexter, Dexter, Did he Dexter, <laughs> no, no Dexter. I thought because I never, obviously, I never read the book and I didn't know anything about the story. I really thought the twist was going to be like he was actually like a serial killer. Like he murdered those 14, I really thought he Felt murdered like it, right? those 14 other women before her. Yeah, I really yeah, thought uh, exactly, yeah. I was going to go I mean, he's that like, way. Hmm, 14 girls before me, huh? I wonder, where'd they go? Where'd they, if they didn't like it so much, why'd they come back? Where'd these stains on the floor for? Yeah. That would be a, a decent uh, MO. Mm-hmm. You, you go try to find subs. They come into your world like this is a fucked up. You make them sign these contracts, yeah. not to say anything, right? And now, now you're in my uh, extensively my torture chamber, and you, mm-hmm. you can do whatever the fuck you want. Uh-huh. Like, all right, turns out it's, I'm not a dom. Uh, I'm a serial killer. Yeah. So, oh shit, sucker. And he has the means to to get rid of the bodies. Yeah. Ooh, I like where the stories go. Oh, and his limo driver is his cleanup guy. Yeah. Didn't right. he seem like a creep? Yes, he did. Miss Steel, and he had a fucking mad dog look on his face. I really thought when the first time I saw this movie, I really thought that's where the story was going. I the that way he was his cleanup man. The way I picture, I, I thought it was going. Uh, I thought that by the end of the movie, he was going to be the sub to her. Oh, she would be the dog. Yeah, I, I thought because based on what I, from what I've heard about the book, it's like uh-huh. she she was like re- reluctant at first, but then uh-huh. she got really into it. Yeah, and I don't know how much. Well, that I think was. that's in the second book. Oh. or in the third book, I think as the story progresses. Pro- as the story progresses, okay. she becomes more like that. So I think in the second movie, oh. whenever that's coming out, she might be gearing towards that. Oh, so they get back together again? But the way the movie ends is the... Oh, my God. Christian. Yeah. No, he, he says her name first. Yeah, Anna. Christian. Click. The end. Right. And I, I was so confused. I, I hopped online right away. Like, <laughs> I, think, I think I got a bad cut of this movie because this is a horrible ending. <laughs> This is a horrible way to end things. Like, no, that's how it ended in the book, apparently. Like, Shit. Yeah, you know, because there's like three other, like, uh, two other books after this, too. Yeah. But I, I assumed that they were setting up for another movie, but I didn't think it was. Yeah, because it's a trilogy. Yeah, of books. I'd say I didn't know that. Yeah. I, 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 th- I thought it's going to continue, but now with a new chick. But no, if, he, if she goes back to him, what the? F- I got to see this again? <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, no, I'm not. I'm not. Unless we have to do it again for spoilers. Nah, I, I don't think I... <laughs> okay, that's not Well, bad. trust me, dude. I'll, I'll, I'm going to be forced to watch it, <laughs> and then I'll let you two know about right. it. Um, Want to hear another Sarahism in, yeah. the, in, in the movie? Uh, do you remember when she was in the bar, and she announces, um, I'm about to faint, and then she faints? Sarah goes, do people know they're about to faint and then announce it? I thought you just faint. Yeah. Interesting. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I've never gotten to that point. Well, I don't know. I, th- there's been like twice in my life where I, I lost time. As far mm-hmm. as what happened between one point to the other, uh-huh. uh, I, I can't imagine. I, I, I was. I mean, apparently, I was still like mm-hmm. walking around and stuff. He he got her a new MacBook, and then when she comes to the apartment, there's a guy from like Geek Squad setting it up for you. Like, oh, here you go. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah was like, "Wait, aren't MacBooks easy to set up? Couldn't like my grandma use a MacBook? She needed the fucking Best Buy guy to set it up for her." Yeah. Or here's the new MacBook. It's set up. <laughs> you need a guy to install your laptop with no one in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Just broken. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god! Yeah, so it, it's 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 so it's such a weird thing because it, it, based on the first meeting, the, there's a parent attraction of some kind where he's now chasing her, uh, and, and she's kind of like uh, awkward, just awkward about mm-hmm. it. Here's a first edition book to something that's cost a billion dollars. Oh yeah, the 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 female lit author that she that inspired her into literature. Yeah, no, it was Hardy. I thought that inspired her, the Hardy Boys. No, it, no, it was female. It was a female author. Oh, because it I, wasn't the Hardy Boys. Okay. Because it was Jane Austen and two other, I think Virginia Woolf and another, and one was Hardy, and she said Hardy, and he said, "Oh, I figured you for this person for for Jane Austen." Yeah. yeah. Okay. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But yeah. Hardy is reference to the female author, not the Hardy Boys. Oh, see, there you go. <laughs> I don't read. See, folks. I know. I know. You definitely <laughs> wouldn't have read this book. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. But that contract scene, I really liked the the way it was shot. Yeah. The back and forth and the the color. Yeah, because it, it's eventually she's like toying with him a little bit like uh-huh. this is what's uh, I'm, I'm into it I'm not into it I am I'm not maybe no, yes no and then he's getting frustrated like alright that's why that's why I had the idea like maybe he's gonna become the, the, the sub here because uh-huh. she seems to be taking a lot of control so then he, he shows up and uh, 
walks into her room and like oh, this is um, this is also extra stalkery and crazy. She's in a room by herself. He walks in with with uh, ice cubes and the wine, and they have a little thing. Yeah. And like, how did you get in my house? What? what? <laughs> yeah. These are all red flags, huge red flags. Uh huh. And then at that point, she's like, "All right, we'll consider it. Let's let's do a meeting. We'll have a business meeting." Mm-hmm. Um, but she conducted herself way too good for her personality and her character yes. up to this point. I don't know where she's Mrs. Trump. Yeah, exactly. Like super yeah. businesswoman. She, she's Ivanka Trump coming in. All right, business. Let's come in. We go talk. We do the thing. They, they're discussing the terms and whatnot. And uh, um, under clause B of section A of uh, number thirty-four, I don't agree with that. Right. Okay. We'll have that stricken from yeah. the uh, anal fisting. Take that out. <laughs> the anal fisting. Take that out too. He's like, oh shit. All right. All right. Fine. I'll, I'll give you a date. That was his. his uh, That's his counter. Yeah. That's his counter. Because she wants to have a date life like a normal girl would want to, and he's like, I don't do that. That's not my style. That's not me. So when will uh, I see you during the week? No, I'll fly you in Monday, uh, Saturday, uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Right. Well, what about uh, the other days? He pretty much tells her, "Well, you can do whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. <laughs> Just got to come down here. As long as you're not sleeping with anybody else, you're fine. Yeah. No, no, no stipulation about him not having to sleep with anybody else. Oh, it's all on the sub. Yeah. yeah. Again, mm. this is not this is not mutual respect. Want to know what else is creepy? You going to visit your family in Georgia, and then this guy oh my God. happens to show up. Hey, by the way, I'm here. And she's like, huh? And he looks up, and he's like, Yeah, hey. no, but no, he announced it in the creepiest way possible. She's sitting there with her mom, uh-huh. and then she gets a text. Oh, another Cosmopolitan? Like, like she's like, <laughs> fuck, he's right here. He's, <laughs> he's in the room. The call's coming from inside the bar. <laughs> he just, he's here. He's, and he walks up, like, mm-hmm. all right, this is cool. No, another red flag. Huge red flags. <laughs> He's a bad person. Uh-huh. Uh. Do you think the money kept her? I don't see her as that type. No. But it's also pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. Because then he what, takes her on a on a plane gliding thing yeah. in Georgia. Yeah. And one of the first gifts he gives her, besides the books, is, is a it's a fucking car. Mm-hmm. Like a like a top of the line type of car to replace her, her Volkswagen bug. Yeah. I'm like, all right. That's gotta be kinda like, all right. I don't know if it would make you just totally abandon all of your <laughs> Your boundaries and your your uh, guidelines and stuff, but ah, uh, this doesn't make anybody look good in the situation. No, no, he looks like a creep. She looks like uh, uh, just like like she's prey. She's yeah. prey. She's being preyed upon by this guy. That's not how it's supposed to be. And a possible serial killer victim. Yeah. I'm still going with the serial killer because I asked Sarah. I go, "What happens at the end of these three books?" She goes, "Oh, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to wait for the third oh, movie to find no. out." And I'm like, like, "Oh, there's still a serial killer possibility." <laughs> Woo! It's not gonna make it to the third movie. I know. I don't even think it's gonna make it to the second movie. It's already made the second movie they're possibility. Did? Yeah, they're yeah. casting oh, already. Kim Basinger is gonna be in the second one. They announced it today. Is I don't it, know what role. Would could could they recast Gray? Christian? No, damn it. These guys are signed for two mo- two awful. more movies. I know. <clears throat> I know. It sucks, Adam. Yeah. Oh, how about the scene where he takes her to meet his family, his rich family, yep. and the mom's telling stories, he's like, and he's all embarrassed. He's like, shut up, mom. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, yeah, if I take, when I first took Sarah to be my family, they told embarrassing stories about me. And this guy's, shut up, mom. Stop talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> I've, oh, isn't that another thing? Wouldn't you not want your inner family circle to meet your sub or your potential sub? Yeah. Isn't that like another thing? I know you're not into it, but I'm sure you yeah. No, it, it, known it, well, because uh, isn't the whole point of the BDSM stuff is to be private? Yeah, he's never been photographed with a woman, right? And then he's never been on record as saying as to have a girlfriend or a wife or anything. Right. So now all of a sudden, this girl shows up who his whole intent is just to make her his sub. Yeah. So isn't it like you're keeping things separate? Isn't that the the relationship? Like you keep it separate from. I don't know. It, it, it depends on, on, the, on the people that I talk to. They're, they're, cause the one time I want Rex here. <laughs> there are there are relationships <laughs> where there's like the the, the dom has uh, even more than one sub, but like there's okay. like there's like one main sub, and then there's there's others that are also part of it. Yeah. So it, it's just, it's a it's a weird dynamic that they. I mean, every every, every relationship is different, but it just it, it, it this like I said, this doesn't seem to fit in what I understand it to be. Not as an expert. Again, I got to keep saying that just in case. But just it just doesn't doesn't seem right. I don't know, dude. I'm not a I'm not a florist, but <laughs> I feel like you would want to keep these relationships separate. Maestro, you're not you're not a uh, uh, what's another uh, floral <laughs> thing. Uh, you're not a uh, vegan. 
Yeah, sure. You're not a vegan. Agriculturalist. <laughs> Agriculturalist. Let's go with that. Yeah. You're not a farmer. Oh, okay. Maestro. Right. Um, what, what are your thoughts on this? Don't you th- feel like a relationship like theirs should be like separate from his like media? Because he now he says, I don't want a girlfriend. I don't want a relationship. But this, these are all relationshipy things. And pr- showing off my plane, taking you to meet my, my mom. Yeah. Doing all this. <laughs> I feel like that's the reason this movie that what we're watching Speak is. Farmer. Okay, uh, I'll think that this is going to be... No, I can't do that. That's racist. Uh, I know, right? Um, I feel like this movie is just a, like just like a like a footnote for mm-hmm. the rest of the story. I feel like everything you see now is going like, to show everything later on in the third book, movie, whatever. Mm-hmm. The, <sighs> this, this reminds me a little bit of the, uh, of, of the host that we were talking about. Uh, the, Which was also based on a book. Yeah, also based on a book. But this, this is another one from uh, the, our Aussie nerd. That he, he was saying to us that this girl, the, the, the director of the movie, she had come out and said, like, she's not a horror movie. She doesn't like horror movies, mm-hmm. but she wanted to make a horror movie. It's like, that, that's how I kind of feel about this. This is somebody that doesn't know enough about the BDSM world. I want to make a movie about it. Like, all right, but you, you got nothing. It's like if I, if I want to make a book about uh, anime or something. Like, I, yeah. I, I don't know the anime world. I'm not going to try to make an anime. That's like you trying to make a horror movie, Adam. Right, yeah. Because you hate them. Yeah, well... If I made a horror movie, it'd be much more like the Saws type of thing. Okay. That, that's my version of what a horror should be. Okay. The big problem with this is the book is sold as like the hottest erotic book that a woman's ever read. There's no way you can turn this into a mainstream movie. No. There's no way. No way. It's going to be have Shit. to be NC-17. Right, or I, I think it shouldn't be made at all even. Yeah. Because like, whereas things like Lord of the Rings you were, uh, and movies like that where it, it's, a, it's a fantasy world they're creating, you can kind of create that in a way that's going to be similar to how people envision it. Something like this, this is all visualization. The reason why it's so steamy, the reason why girls like these, those books that are all like sexual novels and whatnot is because they create the movie themselves in their head and make it as hot as they want it to be. Mm-hmm. Now they're taking that and trying to put it into like, this is what, this is what you guys think. Like, no, 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 hold on, hold on. We can, we can all envision this is what an elf looks like. Mm-hmm. This is what a dragon looks like. Yeah. This is how magic would work. There's, there's certain like visions that are like pretty cemented like, okay, that, that's pretty universally accepted something like this is like this is all about your own imagination going crazy with it so the pictures you make in your head are never going to match what you make even even the person that wrote the book if they if they wrote if they made the movie exactly the way they envisioned it it still would be disappointed people reading it yeah. they, they they perceive it differently mm-hmm. which is probably why people some people don't like the, like the hobbits and Lord of the rings even yeah even they'll be like no it's not true to the, the book because i remember hearing how how hot this story is when i saw it last valentine's day i was like that's it like again, I'm, I saw this in Exit to Eden. I saw Rosie O'Donnell in the same outfit. Okay, it's nothing new to me. Show me something hot, and they can't because it's a, it's yeah. a mainstream movie, right? Let's talk about the ending, Adam. Okay, he tells she tells Christian, uh, "I want to get into your head. Show me how you would punish me for breaking your rules." And yeah. then he whoops her well six times, right? Isn't that how it goes? And then she gets all butt hurt, like you really hurt me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The, the the way the way I perceived the uh, the whole ending, the way that it was shut down, was uh-huh. something happened at work that that got him all fucked up, and he's yeah. he's in a bad headspace. He she comes out to see him, and he's like, "Talk to me. I want to know what's happening with you." And he's like, "I can't. You, there's mm-hmm. no way to understand." Mm-hmm. And uh, his only way to communicate that is is to go to his playroom. So she tells him, "Like, all right. So then, if you can't talk to me about it, show me." So, based on what you're feeling right now, I want if this is as bad as you're going to get, I want to feel what it's like when you're at your worst. Show me the worst, how bad it can be, and then maybe in that way I'll understand what you're feeling. And then they go into the room, and he fucking just destroys her, and it's like it's, it's just a count out each time that he's hitting her with the belt. Yeah, like but one, is, but, two. but but it's like there's there's no. This, this is him venting his frustration. This is, yeah. this is no longer a BDSM relationship. This is him uh, hitting a punching bag. Which again does a huge disservice to the BDSM community because it's, it's not about anger, it's not about violence. This, this is about it's it's a, it's 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 finding mutual pleasure kind of mm-hmm. with, with your partner. And this is he's just pissed. He's just like unloading on her, uh-huh. and she and it's like all right, so he's an asshole, and she's and she's terrified of it. Like there's no way I can't. You're never gonna touch me again, and that's that's the end of it. But th- she should have expected something like this. This is, she should have known that this is what she's signing up for. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, I think. The, the, way, the way that he has maybe been describing it to her, in her mind, it's maybe she is understanding what I'm hoping she understands is that, that it is a mutual respect thing. And like, so it's never going to cross a line where I'm, I feel uncomfortable. I feel bad. Mm. So basically, it's this point is where he crosses the line. Yeah. Now he crosses the line. It's like, this is not what you were telling me this is what's supposed to be. And he tries to help her up and she 
pushes him away. Yeah. And she gets in the elevator. And how does it end, Adam? Yeah. Just <laughs> Anna. Christian. Cling. Cling. Doors closed. Well, there's an alternate ending. That's the one I saw. Both Anna and Christian experience flashbacks. Yeah. Christian jogs in the rain. Well, 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 but before that happens, uh, like yeah. after the whole scene where she leaves that we just did, yeah, she goes, she goes, she goes to her bedroom and she's laying there and she's like trying to sleep, but she's crying. He comes in and uh, she's, I guess, he, I think he's like trying to apologize or something, and and she says, "I love you," and he says, "You can't," and then she just, and then she gets up and leaves, and then the elevators close and that's it. And then there's flashbacks where she's like going home, she's crying, he's trying to live in his his, his normal life mm-hmm. and he can't, he's all depressed or whatever, and then. Fade to black. It it just it, it was a weird way to end because it, it felt like there was no resolution. Because you thought that this was the final story. I, but I you did. didn't know that I there's did. two more. I didn't know, I didn't know those two fucking other things coming. coming out. God damn it! That's gonna be bad. Uh-huh. Uh huh. So uh, closing thoughts on uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Um, part of me is glad that I watched it. <laughs> okay. So that I understand at least, and uh, hopefully if somebody else talks about it, I can educate them on the way that this is not <laughs> the way things should be. Okay. Uh, but it, it just it was it was it was all around the, the the worst thing was the casting. I think I think if they would have got the casting right, it would have been a much better movie. That's what everyone's saying. Okay. All right. I'm an expert. <laughs> you are a botanist after all. Maestro, your closing thoughts? Uh, honestly, man, I I I didn't like the movie. It was never a big, I was never a big fan from the get-go. Mm-hmm. So when I saw Twilight, it just brought bad, bad memories for me when I watched this part. Was it awkward to watch? <clears throat> yeah, a little, yeah. 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 What about you, Hollywood? Did you think it was awkward to watch? The first time, I was just like waiting for all the hotness to come, and it didn't, okay. came, it didn't come. Okay. What so, <laughs> it's like a Euro trip joke. Yeah. <laughs> Where are the guys? It's like a Euro trip joke. Where are the girls? They the never girls came. never came. Yeah. Okay. But it was just boring. Okay. Did, did, did the did the BDSM scenes was that did that feel weird at all? No, because I saw it in Exit Eden. Oh, okay, that was a lot funnier in that movie. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. In this movie. I see. Yeah. Okay, I, I feel like they were at least tastefully done. Yeah, um, minus the last scene, which I have huge problems with uh-huh. because, like I said, that was his anger, and that's not how it's supposed to be. So it, the rules for this world were broken. I, which, I which believe you so. hate Adam. Yes. Okay. Yes. He 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 seems like a horrible dom. And uh, she would not make a good decision. <laughs> so this is just a bad pairing. That's it. Okay. So that was our opinion on the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them. But we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials, the critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Start with the good. So we can end with the bad. And be happy. Yeah. Okay. So start with the good. This is Meredith Goldstein of the Boston Globe. The director of the much-anticipated adaptation, Sam Taylor Johnson, made what could have been a trashy TV movie into a well-conceived cinema. What? Where? How? We're talking about Fifty Shades of Grey? Yeah, this is a good review. I see. Hmm. (laughs) Connie Ogle of the Miami Herald says, Despite what you might fear, the movie is not torture. And even if it doesn't inspire lust, you will breathe a warm sigh of relief, thinking this could have been so much more worse. (laughs) Okay. Doesn't seem like a good one. Finally, Sherry Linden of The Hollywood Reporter says, Aiming to please, the filmmakers submit without hesitation to the bold yet hokey source material, which le- with leads Jamie Dornan and Dakota Johnson breathing a crucial third dimension into cutout characters. Wow. I don't know what she was watching. I don't know. Bad reviews. <laughs> Claudia Puig of USA Today yeah. says, Sitting through the turgid and tedious S&M melodrama that is Fifty Shades of Grey may feel like its own form of torture. All right. A.O. Scott of New York Times says, Fifty Shades of Grey may not be a good movie. Okay, it's a terrible movie. (laughs) But it might nonetheless be a movie that feels good to see, whether you squirm or giggle or roll your eyes or just sit still and take your own punishment. All right. Mora. I guess that's kind of how I felt. Like, all right. It was a movie? Yeah, it was a movie. (laughs) Mora McDonald of the Seattle Times says, Fifty Shades of Grey, the movie, for the record, is not quite as bad as Fifty Shades of Grey, the book. But that's not saying much. Oh, Hmm. wow. Finally, Stephen Ray of the Philadelphia Inquirer says, Isn't the stuff of bondage and discipline, sexual role play, silky blindfolds, and whips and floggers supposed to be, well, you know, exciting? <laughs> exactly. That's how I felt. All right. Guys, it's time for the game that everyone loves to play, oh, the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where I make the guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average <laughs> score from 0 to 100 amongst critics and the audience. 
Zero to fifty nine percent is rotten. Sixty percent to eighty four percent is fresh, and eighty five percent and up is certified fresh. What would you guys like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Let's go with the audience this time. Okay. All right. I will go with a sixty four. Okay. Mm. Fresh. Uh, I've not heard many good things about it. But also, I feel I feel like there's a, a whole part of this where people that watch the movie wouldn't like to admit they watch the movie because it is kind of it maybe has that CD vibe to it. Like, oh no, I, did, I mean, I watched it. This mean I'm into it, guys. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I was forced to see it. You know? Yeah. Um, ooh, thirty-eight. Forty-one percent. Ooh, all right, close, Adam. Not bad. Now the hmm. tomato meter, the critics. I'm going for forty percent. All right, I'm saying they got to they got to be worse than the audience because at, from a technical aspect, this uh-huh. this was bad on all all counts. <laughs> Even the people that would, would wanted to watch it maybe did get a thrill out of it for some unknown reason. Uh, the critics would be they got they got they got to trash it. They, and twenty twenty one percent, twenty five percent. Wow, right. rotten, nice, very good song. Guys, Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. <laughs> Thank God. We've noticed that Paul Giamatti has been in a lot of our movies, so. We decided to ask, what role would Giamatti have had in this movie? He'd be the photographer friend. The, the, the friend of the girl that's in love with her. Really? Yeah. It's, it's a small role. I mean, he, he couldn't be Christian Grey. There's no fucking way. I know, but he, he's too old because they're, they're supposed oh, to be college. Oh, yes, that's true. Maybe his driver? Ooh, yeah, the driver. Does the cl- the cleanup man? Anything? He has like two lines. Okay. I don't think he'd be in this movie at all. No, I don't know. Because so, it, would, it would add a certain hokiness that would be like... It, well, it would make it better, I think. Just, uh, just what's he gonna do? What's he gonna do? Nothing. Oh, the, what would you do, Adam? Wait, walked. <laughs> Adam, what would you do if you're if you're legitimately watching this movie and then Giamatti is the driver? Would you be like, what the fuck? Yes, it would be. It would be very confusing. <laughs> <laughs> now it's time for trivia. This is the part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. Remote controlled cameras were utilized for a majority of the sex scenes, so the set could be more private for the actors. That seems unnecessary. Well, that that's I've heard of that on sex really? scenes and movies. Yeah, it's only the the two actors and the director and maybe the photog- the cameraman, the and then everybody else leaves because it, it's a very intimate moment. <laughs> no, I, I I get that part of it. Yeah, that that, that does make sense. Yeah. But uh, if that was the case, uh-huh. there should have been more uh, more chemistry then. More, yeah, it should have been much more uh, passionate. If, if you got everybody out to preserve the passion, uh-huh. then where's the passion? Okay. Uh, I'm going to read this verbatim. Oh. Take this as you will. Interpret okay. it as you will. All right. That's always a good sign. It could be good or bad. Each cast member learned their lines in five days. <laughs> really? <laughs> really? All right. Take with that as you will. I'm, I'm picturing giant cue cards off <laughs> the side of the camera as they're reading it deadpan. Is it that the dialogue is so fucking simple? Yeah. <laughs> that you could learn it that quick? Oh, my. Uh, many people in the BDSM community consider this book slash movie offensive because it has dangerous behavior ah. and does not fully follow the idea of ah. safe, sane, and consensual sex. Yes! They feel this feeds into negative stereotypes of BDSM practitioners. Adam, you were right. <laughs> Nailed it. I am an expert. Yeah. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Finally, all the props in Christian's Red Room were custom-built by the props department. Production designer David Wasco had custom-built toys created because most toys used in BDSM play did not fit into the film's color scheme. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. So now the people who don't know BDSM, they're going to look at all these toys. Oh, they must be using that. Oh, at least be genuine, for Christ's sake. There's plenty of there's plenty of toys that are available to you. Yeah, I'm sure they'd be volunteered from the shops. Like, hey, just like say that you got them here or something, and you, yeah. you get a bunch of like <clears throat> legitimate things. Mm-hmm. Why is this so upsetting? I'm yelling too much for this point. <laughs> Especially because you had the biggest point of all. Yes, confirmed. Oh. Hey, guys, money makes the world go round. Want to put this film in perspective with other films that were released this year, so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. Oh God, the budget for this movie. Forty four zero forty million dollars. Mm, wow! Give me all its, the custom built toys. They gotta <laughs> give me its worldwide Jesus gross. Christ. Adamantium whip or some bullshit. <laughs> give me its worldwide gross. This is really tough because I can foresee that this is gonna be bad, but also good at the same time. Oh, okay. Because like so everyone, everyone, because so everyone's hyped up for the movie, right? So they wanted to watch it. Yeah. But after opening day, there was probably a decline right after that. Okay. So it's. I'm saying instead, what I, whatever I was projecting from a hit, 
and they're cutting it in half. Okay. So let's say it was uh, forty million. You said is its budget. So twelve, one twenty would have been. So I'll be I'll be, close, I'll be around seventy seventy five. Oh wow. Okay. Uh, I have a different theory. <laughs> I think that, like I was saying earlier, this this kind of has a hush hush factor to it. Mm-hmm. The people that wouldn't want to admit to watching it, but at the same time, there's going to be people that want to watch it because of the forbidden fruit aspect of it. So it's probably going to do better in sales than we would imagine because they wouldn't, like I said, they wouldn't admit to it, but they went to go see it because they want to be like, ooh, oh no, I saw it. Did you see it? They want to like secret girl talk in the corner like, oh yeah, did you see it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is the Game of Thrones, man. Yeah, okay. Uh, for, uh, I'll say one, 150. Okay. U.S. gross, 166.1 million. Whoa! Adam, come back to the mic. Okay. <laughs> Overseas. <laughs> Four hundred and four point eight million. Oh my god! Bring its total worldwide gross to five hundred seventy-one million dollars. This means this movie made fifteen times its budget. Holy Christ! There's gonna be goddamn sequels. Yeah, well, there's three books, so two more guaranteed. (laughs) Wow! I see. I I think my theory holds true. (laughs) Yes, but on a much larger scale than I thought (laughs) it was gonna be. Holy crap. Oh, you guys want to get pissed off even more? Oh, no. no. <laughs> this film debuted in first place okay. on the weekend of February 13, 2015. I was there. I understand that. <laughs> With $85.1 million. Wow. Number two that week, also debuting. These two came out the same week. Okay. This one debuted at number two with like $30 bucks. Okay. Kingsman, The Secret Service. Oh, much better movie. Yeah. Much better. Movie. So the single guys went to see Kingsman, and, <laughs> and the guys in a relationship were forced to see this oh, piece of shit. That's why you got to double it. Whatever you have, you have to oh. double it. Yep. Every girl that wanted to see it, double it because she brought her boy. Yep. Wow. You didn't think of that theory? I did it. That's why it's so astronomical. <sighs> According to Box Office Bojo, this is the fourth highest grossing film in the category. Any guesses? Snuff film. No. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Eight millimeters gonna be one in this category, whatever the category is. No? Uh-uh. All right, awkward relationships. <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> According to Box Office Mojo, Fan fiction. <laughs> this is the fourth highest grossing film in the category romantic drama. Wah, wah, Number man. one is Titanic. Okay. Okay. Finally, this was the sixteenth highest grossing film of last year, twenty fifteen. Sixteenth. Unbelievable. Number one, Avengers, was Jurassic World. Oh, yeah. nice. Do you want me to read to you what movies this beat out? Oh, no. That's going to be so upsetting. Hold on. Give me a second It's pretty here. much all of them, doesn't it? Right? <laughs> that's a lot of movies. Oh, uh, as of this recording, do you want to know what the highest grossing film of 2016 is based on the movies released in 2016? Star Wars? Right along, too. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so far. Okay. But we're, I know. I know. Okay. I know. Okay. Number all six, the movies that's the the joke. debuted in December. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey made more money than Straight Outta Compton. Okay. Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, no. Kingsman, The Secret Service, The Revenant, Spy, Trainwreck, Creed. Uh, Creed was really good. Sisters. I fucking love Sisters. <laughs> um, Goosebumps, your boy Jack Black. Beat Pixels, dude. Pixels and Goosebumps are back-to-back, 38 <laughs> and 39, respectively. Uh, beat out Magic Mike XXL. Beat out your movie, Adam, Black Mass, with Johnny Depp. Yeah. I, I, it, was, it was too slow for me. And finally, this beat out Pitch Perfect 2. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, it beat out The Boy Next Door. Now that's a fun, bad movie. <laughs> yeah. Now that's a fun, bad yes. movie. Yes. That's a good fun I feel like that's movie. more accurate to real life than this movie was. Plus, there was a chick who worked in a hardware store in that movie. Yeah. She's a fucking slut. <laughs> that was 2015's Fifty Shades of Grey, directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. I think that's short for Samantha. It is a woman. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes. It can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will get to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. If you want to write to us, share any BDSM experiences you've had or what you think the BDSM life is all about. I would like to hear uh, about this contract. Yes. Whether that's does it just, exist yeah. if you're in this world? I, ca- I cannot imagine it does. <laughs> uh, if it does, please enlighten mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Next week, I'm not sure what we're doing next week. We'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. So uh, it'll probably be better than this. Oh, yeah. So far, Adam, make sure, is this the worst movie we've seen so far? Uh, Would this be uh, an early uh, 
candidate yeah. for worst movie in our spoilies whenever the fuck that's coming up again. This is a possibility, but uh-huh. man, I don't want to bring this up ever again. Oh, I forgot to mention, guys. This is nominated for an Academy Award. What? What? Best, How? best song. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, was it Beyonce's? It's the no. It's the one with the weekend. Oh, okay. Uh, earned it. Uh, this was nominated for best song, same song at the Golden Globe. It is nominated for a shitload of Raz, uh, Golden Razzie Awards. All right. Nice. I, I did enjoy that the the crazy crazy in love, uh, Beyonce's version. Mm, yeah, slowed down. slow hot version. Yeah, yeah. That 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 increased the sexuality of that scene. <clears throat> yeah, twentyfold. The uh, Razzies, real quick before we leave. Worst picture. Worst actor, Jamie Dornan. Worst actress, Dakota Johnson. Worst director, Sam Taylor Johnson. Worst screenplay, screenplay, Kelly Marcel. Worst screen combo, Jamie Dornan and Dakota Johnson. All right. So everything. So everything. Good. Well well earned. Mm-hmm. Well, well earned. Every other thing it's nominated for is best song. All right. So that's only <laughs> one good thing was the soundtrack. All right. Okay, guys. Until next time, this is Hollywood. Hi, Maestro. Adam. Adam. Hollywood. Maestro. <laughs> Maestro. <laughs> Ding.